0: The Jacksonville Jaguars get Edge DeWan Smoot back in the fold. I'm going to tell you why I think it's a great idea. And the fact that it's been a very, very quiet offseason is a good thing. You are Locked On Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, y'all? Thanks for joining me here on the Locked On Jaguars podcast. I'm your host, Tony Wiggins of the Locked On Jaguars podcast, where it's your team every day. We thank you for making us your first listen. And a quick reminder that we are free to subscribe to on our YouTube page. Make sure you like the YouTube page, subscribe and hit the bell for notifications. Also, wherever you get your audio podcast, make sure you tap in every single day. So you don't miss an episode and we can you can catch up and keep up with us every single day and by us I mean me and my everydayers. what's going on everydayers? nice to see you again And to know that you're there and if you're new to the podcast welcome in Also, you are welcome to come hang out every single day And you can become an every day or two. All right Got a couple of news and notes and things to go. over. We're gonna talk about Dewan Smoot Arthur Jags now that he, he has re-signed a one-year deal for a little over six million dollars Oh, this is a good thing. We'll talk about the good and the bad. Are the Jaguars done at edge? Is it enough? Are they good enough now at edge with what they have to really, really make some noise and cause some ruckus? And then the benefits of having a nice, quiet offseason with nothing but good news. All right. So let's get into it. Let's not bury the lead. Dewan Smoot had uh, toys Achilles last year. He's really, really been a very, very quietly consistent player he's one of those guys that was a dave caldwell selection that you know folks don't give dave credit for it i do he was a third round pick uh some thought a steal at that point out of illinois and he's played his entire career here in jacksonville and he has played consistently well and been a real nice versatile piece Uh, for this defense. He can put his hand down. He can uh, slide inside for a little three technique action. When they go to a four man front on passing downs, he can stand up in a three, four, very, very versatile. It's it's what you call a professional, right? And it sort of of reminds me of those dudes Baltimore have every year. It seems like every single year Baltimore has these guys that you would say are tweeners, but they are very, very good players may not be great may not make a pro bowl but having them around definitely makes your team better and they don't really cost a lot of money so uh this is a really really good pick for you i hope he goes beyond this year you know what i hope i hope Dewan Smoot plays his entire career if he plays 11 or 12 seasons i hope he plays them all here in jacksonville and i'm not just saying that because he delivered his own baby in his house even though that is uh a pretty remarkable thing to do and i and i'm sure if you ask him and maybe i will ask him if i see you see him at training camp it's like what's the greatest thing that's ever happened to you because every kid grows up thinking you're gonna make it to the nfl or hoping you make it to the nfl is it that he did it he became a millionaire he did that i bet you all of that stuff pales in comparison to having a woman you love who's pregnant your wife and she's delivering the baby you ain't got time to go to the hospital and you deliver your own kid i cut all of my kids umbilical cords and i thought that was like i mean i felt like king con when i did that i felt like tarzan like i gave you life you know what i'm saying but uh to actually actually go i need some towels and some hot water and deliver your own baby It's amazing. First of all, his wife has to be amazing. There's no anesthesia involved. We're going to do this right here. We're going to deliver this baby. I I, I just can't get beyond it and get past that. And and I don't want to. It's just like, it's like one of those things that is absolutely fabulous. So yeah, man, he, uh, he, I already liked him. And then when you interview him and you talk to him, you, you like him even more. But I love kids. I love my grandchild. I got a new grandson. Y'all know I'm always talking about my grandchild. He looks just like his daddy, and his daddy looks just like me, and he looks like his daddy did when his daddy was a little. So it kind of reminds me when I look at them. It is like just the, you know how many brownie points that is for you. You deliver your own kid, and I know y'all came here to hear football talking. I'm gonna get to it, but I, I'm just stuck right there because that has to be the most fabulous thing in the world. But he's back. He's back in Duval. Something football-wise, I got to bring up. And I'm going to bring it up right before I start talking about whether or not the Jaguars are done in the edge department. Something I'll bring up is, okay, I'll bring it up now. There's something to be said about the guys that were here when it was bad. That's like two years ago, right? And, and, and I know you can go back a dozen years, but it's something about guys that were here in the program that were really good people. And that's not saying that there were really bad people here before. It's one of the reasons I wanted Kaleas to come back, right? There's something to be said for the people that 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 were good players, good people on and off the field that fans resonated with that get a chance to be here long enough to experience this turnaround. And he's right at the top of the list. You know who else is at the top of that list? Dewey Wingard. Guys that have been here. It's almost as if it's just, it's it's sort of the same thing I feel about the fans. Like the fans has been, when I say the the success that, that the team is having and the success that is being anticipated that they're going to have this year and that folks are talking about J- Jacksonville in a, in a great light and I, and I always bring up the fans and say, man, they deserve this so bad. And, you know, I get a little pushback on that for some people. Like people go, what is deserved? Who deserves? Um. Those fans do. And the people that, that struggle and rooted for the team, regardless, even if I remember, I remember the product was best. I, I can't forget because it hasn't been, it's been way more bad than it's been good, right? So I sit here and I go, how cool is it that guys like that get to experience this? And there were guys like Brad Meester that were here for a long time that, that saw some good and, 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 you know, a couple of years here and there. I ain't talking about just one of those flash in the pan seasons. I'm talking about the people that will, that are a part of a turnaround that I think has, it has legs that are built for lasting a long, long, long time. It's cool. Dewan Smoot ranks right at the top of the list of those people. Right at the top of the list, in my opinion. They sort of turned the roster over the last few years, and there were only a few people left. Like I call the last of the Mohicans, there were only a few of them. Dewey Wingard is one of them, and Dewan Smoot's another one. It's, it's, to me, it's just a, a beautiful thing, and, and it's a real good thing. And I'll touch on this a little bit more in segment two. And then we'll figure out if the Jags are done at edge. I'll get to all of that here in just a second on Locked On Jaguars. As we're celebrating the fact that Dewan Smoot has re-signed and the edge looks like it has the depth that is actually needed to be good. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. Whether you're prepping for a draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit your roster. So, with draft prep underway for the upcoming season, let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. How about Jonathan Taylor and Nick Chubb? Looking for a smooth turn in fantasy football snake drafts with the last pick in the first round and first pick in the second round? You'll be guaranteed to have a winning one-two punch of workhorse power in your backfield and taking the coach Jonathan Taylor and the Browns Nick Chubb back to back. While Taylor is a perfect rebound candidate and more in a more friendly overall offense in Indianapolis, Chubb is also up to dominate with more of the combined workload in Cleveland any hour of locked on fantasy football is going to help you win your fantasy football championships on ebay and ebay motors knows the championship team is about each player being a perfect fit same with your vehicle with ebay guaranteed fit and over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly air filters brakes batteries taillights alternator shock struts you name it ebay motors has it and they'll make sure it's the right fit for your car because ebay guaranteed fit helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicle the first time so go forth switch gears crank the ac and say goodbye to sweating if you if your ride needs a little fixing up because now you know you'll always be set up for success with the get-go and from the get-go with ebay guaranteed fit everything your vehicle is Everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away. That's right. It's just a click away. For the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle, just look for the green check. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, man. Make sure you check that out, man. eBay e- eBay guaranteed fit is the real deal. Just like you are as a real deal here on Locked On Jaguars with your team every day. We thank you for making us your first listen. Shout out to all my everydayers. Um, we're talking about edge rushers, Dewan Smoot re-signing for roughly around six million dollars or so. Um, are they done? They should be. They should be. Is it enough? It's a good addition. He obviously is coming off the Achilles injury, and he he must be healthy, healthy enough anyway. For the jaguars to go ahead and make a run at him and 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 get him on the field so hell yeah i think it's a good deal i think it's something that the jaguars uh i'm glad they did it i'm glad they looked into it i'm glad that they made this move and the reason why is because they needed to show up the depth they needed the bodies and plus he's a really really good player when he's healthy so i do think this will signal the the end of any talk about going out and, and any pass rusher that's on the market I don't think uh, with the money that they gave him that they're going to give money out to guys like Yannick and Gakwe and and other players, anybody else that might be available. I think they're done. I think they're hoping that Jordan Smith comes around. I I think they're hoping that Dixon plays well. I I really do believe that. And then the guys that they drafted, they drafted a a guy that a lot of people thought was Dewan Smoot part two in, in Lacey out of Oklahoma state. So, yeah, it looks like it's going to be crowded. It looks like it's going to be a lot of competition, a lot of versatility. And uh, I can't wait to see how it all turns out. I hope he ends up being a guy that plays sort of a big end position and puts his hand on the ground and slides in and plays a little th- three technique. I don't know if I really like him standing up as much, even though he did some of that in college. And he's also done some of that here. And he's not slow. I just wouldn't call him swift and nifty, especially now that he's had that injury. And he has to rebound and come back from it or, or yeah from that injury. I, I don't know if it's a good idea to have him out there in space and, and backpedaling and, and, and going uh doing those things. I just think it's a good thing to have him as a situational player, a guy who uses his hands really, really well. He's able to. uh He's not necessarily winning with a bunch of speed, but he does have some short area quickness. But he's just a really strong player that has a that has a will that just gets him. Uh it allows him to do a lot of things that you normally probably wouldn't think that he would be able to do. But, yeah, I think this is probably the signal that the Jags are, are more comfortable with going in that direction as opposed to going out like some of the other people, like, for instance, Yannick Ngakwe. I hear Yann wants a long-term deal. Uh, that it doesn't even have to be a, a bank breaker. But I think Yann's tired of moving around and he wants somewhere where he can sit down you know, got a nice little nuclear, got a nice little family he has. He wants to just sit down, make a home somewhere, and uh and, and chill. And this is probably not the right sport, right spot for him at this time. But um, I I don't think there's really anybody else unless there's a trade. I keep hearing Chase Young's name, middle rumor about Aaron Donald. There's some of them that are no brainers. Uh Trace Young is not necessarily a no-brainer because he hasn't played in two years, and uh I'm always weary of a team that wants to let a guy go that they drafted number one overall, but what do you give up? What do you give up for a one-year uh, one year deal for a guy like that, knowing that you might not resign him and he might not come back? So I, I will tell you this. There will be a lot of guys that are probably a little bit more interested um, to come to Jacksonville because they think they're going to win something. Players aren't silly. Players want to win too, and I think, because the Jaguars are in the position that they're in with Trevor Lawrence, people want to be around success. And like if, if there's a chance that you can get a Super Bowl or compete for one for the next couple of years, especially if you're a veteran and you're and you're sort of at the end of the road a little bit, yeah, people gonna take a look, see it, and guys are gonna sit and, and wonder if um you know, making a few million dollars here and there, even though. The uh, the money might not be what you're used to making a few million dollars here and there competing for a championship and really having a great atmosphere where you really enjoy everything. I think, I think, you know, this could be a destination place for some guys that don't mind taking a little bit of a pay cut just to have that experience. Would you rather take five million to lose or three and a half million to win? That's a good question. And then if you, if you're getting paid $5 million in a place with, uh, state taxes, it starts to balance it out a little bit. Not quite. I know state tax is only seven percent or whatever, six point five or seven percent, and that doesn't necessarily constitute constitute making up all the money that you lose if you go take less money. But still, the point is the same. The point is, is what would you rather do? Would you rather win, or would you rather lose? So I think the Jaguars are pretty much done. It has been a remarkably Short and quiet offseason. What I mean by short is the football offseason these days is off the chain. There's all kinds of stuff going on. And really, you don't really hit that dead period until like at some point in June, even though for us, we have the mini camps and we have the OTAs and we have stuff like that. So, and that's not as fun as it, it might seem. It might seem you know, to the, uh, to a person that doesn't get the opportunity to go and do those things that sure, you know, we're blessed and all of that stuff. But to be quite honest, there's not a lot you're going to get watching a bunch of guys running around in shorts, but I'm going to talk about how a nice quiet off is probably the best thing the Jaguars could ask for and how I hope that doesn't change here uh, before at least these guys get in training camp. We'll do all of that. We'll go over that a little bit more and then we'll do a final recap and put a little nice bow tie on all of this we'll do that in just a second here on locked on jaguars all right final segment here of locked on jaguars on this great friday we are f- three business days away from training camp and about five business five peer days from us going out to training camp, fans will be out on the 26th. It is the 21st now. So it's going to be a lot of fun, an awful lot of fun for this organization, people around the league. Folks are going to come out. This is what's going to happen. Folks are going to come out to training camp. It's going to be a blast for the first few days. Then they can't wait for the, the preseason game. And then once that first preseason game is gone, guess what's going to happen? Folks are gonna be ready for the regular season. They're gonna get tired of the preseason. They always do, but that's what we do, and, and you know we love it. Fans are gonna fan. Quiet off season. Guys have stayed out of the police blotter for the most part. Um, not a lot of noise making in terms of contract issues. Even though the Evan Ingram thing, it wasn't really a contract issue. It was just franchise tag, and they had to negotiate, and they got that done. It's funny how. What happens when success comes, especially to a place that's not used to it? Folks just don't want. Nobody wants to make noise and and and, and shake up anything. You know, nobody nobody wants to nobody wants to screw things up. It's just easy sailing, right? And they, they're going to sail in a training camp, and they're going to sail right into the off season, from the off season into the season, and hopefully, hopefully, everybody stays healthy. And the Jags have a legitimate shot. And we're going to really, really see what they're made of out on that field. That's what we want. We want the Jaguars to be whole, man. Just be whole so you can get out on that field and show everybody uh, that the progress is real and that this is real and that it's sustainable and that it's going to last an awful long time. So, yeah, quiet offseason, nobody with contract issues, no coaches getting fired. Nobody, the only thing I heard that was negative, people talking about rats in the old facility, but that is, that's even gone because now they got a brand new facility. We, we, we went through about a week or two of talk of, well, maybe they're still moving to London. (laughs) I can't believe it, man. But yeah, we went through that. Guys are out of, the you know, no guys are staying out of the way. No guys on a police blotter. Nobody stealing bubble gum in South beach and, Driving a car into the lake and off Beach Boulevard, and I know I'm being messy, but you know, just stuff that you know usually comes up in the off season in the NFL. We didn't have none of that stuff. In fact, the league's kind of been quiet a little bit. But yeah, man, it's it's uh, it's been uneventful, and sometimes uneventful is good. I think this is the perfect type of off season the Jacksonville Jaguars needed, and it's the one that they have now. All good news. Evan Ingram re-signed. DeJuan De-wan Hamilton, I mean, Devon Hamilton, extended. DeJuan Smoot brought back, re-signed. It's all sunshine and rainbows, man. Everybody is extremely, extremely happy. And everyone's also eager for what is going to come next week. And the thing that's going to come next week is they're going to put the tides on, as they say. Uh, I don't know the day they put full pads on. That may not come until the following week. But as they say in the hood, they're going to put the tides on, man, and you're going to see the men start to get separated from the boys. And that is something that we are, we are all anticipating. We're going to see the rotations. We're going to see who separates themselves from the rest of the pack. There's a little bit of a crowd there for those uh, final spots too. I think the final spots at, at linebacker, the final spots at DB, especially at corner, now that Dewan Smoot, Is back. That's going to push. That's either going to push another outside linebacker or one of those three techniques out. You just never know. It's just about who, you know, who's ready to go and who does the most. Somebody was talking about this, the Spence and the Crawford fight that happens next week. I think they were talking to Tank Davis's trainer, guy to Baltimore, and he said, It's tough. They both got everything. They both got all the packages. They both got everything. It's about who has it best that night. Who's the most prepared that night? And that's what I'm talking about. Who is going to lay it all down on the line when it comes time to. When it comes time to win these jobs and when it comes time to earn and win the trust. Of the coaching staff. That's a good one. We're going to talk about that next week because. Because. I'm going to probably name a group of, in fact, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to name a group of 10 to 15 players that we think have a reasonable good chance to make the roster. And I'm going to monitor from that group who is getting out of that group and going into the group above them and who's sliding out of the back door going the other way. We're going to talk about that group. I'm going to create that group before we get to training camp. And once we get to training camp, I'm gonna monitor it, and I'm gonna give you updates every day on that group because I think it's that's critical. That's that's a good good problem to have is when you know that there's ten to fifteen jobs that are being battled for, and then we might do this: is there somebody from the group behind them, like the last thirty guys on the roster, the last thirty-five guys on the roster? So we'll go thirty because we, we, we're gonna know who about forty people are. We're gonna name like another fifteen, so we'll have about thirty-three. Do who's gonna pop their head out of there and say? no i want to be in that other group and take somebody's lunch money very very good stuff wrap it all up we had a nice quiet off season and i hope i explained why that's a good thing are the jaguars done an edge now that they have re-signed edge dewan smoot i call him an edge but he's sort of a just a defensive player he's a dw a defensive weapon And and why, I believe, because of their economic commit, commitment to him that you won't see them going after any more big fish. All right, man, we'll discuss all of this and more next week. Make sure you catch Locked On NFL every single day on YouTube and also wherever you get your audio podcast. Great, great show. You guys have a great, great weekend. and We'll see you next time here on Locked On NFL. Locked On Jaguars.